behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Radio. And good morning. I'm going to be your host today. This is Dennis Brewster. John's off today. So um, if you're listening, we'd, we'd really appreciate it. You can give us a call in at 303-477-5600. We'll talk about anything around the house that you want to talk about. Um, today, we're going to be talking about tips for hiring a contractor. So um, sometimes, you know, people want to have some stuff done around the house and, and bingo, things go wrong because we didn't look, really do our research to see how to hire a contractor. And, and, and we're going to give you some tips on that. And I have Larry sitting with me this time because... I needed someone else to talk to. So Larry usually is answering the phone, so he's going to be helping us. And we do have Charlie, our engineer, behind the glass helping us out. So if you have any questions, just give us a call, 303-477-5600. So how are you doing? Charlie will be answering the phone, so if they get too loaded up, just give them a break. Yeah. But give us a call. We really love to hear what you have to say. Beautiful day out. There's a lot of people on the road today for some reason on my way in. Yeah, I left the same time I normally do, and it took me an extra almost 15 minutes to get here. I didn't have a lot of traffic, but they were moving very quickly. Yeah. Well, some of the people weren't. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, we'll go into some tips about hiring a contractor because I've had a lot of people calling me and talking to me and asking me about things and saying, hey, do you know a good guy that does plumbing? Do you know a good guy that does you know, um, electrical, electrical do you, yeah. yeah. Do you have anybody like this? And they want to know how to pick those people. So, um, well, you got to be very careful because if you're, if you're picking somebody that's not working through their company, they may not warranty any repairs that they do. Yeah. And I experienced that. Yeah. So, un- unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Joe calling in from Jersey. How you doing, Joe? Hey, Dennis. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Is it warm there? You know, it's actually not bad. It's about forty-five, and it's uh, we haven't seen our our first state, uh, our first flake of snow here so far this year. So really, wait. how do yeah, you get so wait. lucky? Yeah, <laughs> you pay for it in the summer with mosquitoes, though. So oh, there you go. There you go. That makes it up. <laughs> yeah, the trade-off. Yeah. Anyway, um, tips for hiring a contractor. I've been doing this for a long time. Will actually save my brother-in-law a lot of money. Number one, if you hire a contractor, you want to you know for anything major. Uh, you want to uh, ask, demand a certificate of insurance, and that certificate of insurance should name you as an additional insured on the policy. Doesn't cost them a, doesn't a dime. Cost them a, yeah. It doesn't cost them a dime, but you want to be named as because that way, if something happens, say one of their workmen got hurt, uh, it prevents their insurance company from coming back and trying to collect those damages from you. It's called subrogation. So, you want a certificate of insurance, and you want to be named in that policy as an additional insured. Um, and uh, I think uh, the insurance guy was on a couple of months ago. He even mentioned about people faking those or, you know, giving you expired ones. So I always want to call the insurance company to make sure the policy is still in force. Um, the second thing is uh, if you're having a big project like a, a remodel or a dormer put on or something, you always want to have a liquidated damages provision. And I gave my brother-in-law one. Uh, I was, you know, I said, look, I, and this is, you know, you're looking at $60,000 project and it's going to, you know, run it into winter. I said, uh, you need to have some sort of completion date with damages. 
He said, well, how sh- what should it be? I said, do this. First of all, ask the guy when he thinks he's going to be done. Right. And then, then tack on a week, all right? Yeah, but then that's tell- true. But, but then after the week, tell him, look, the penalty after the week is going to, be, is going to start at $10 a day, doubling every day beyond the week grace period. And most contractors will sign that. Well, guess what? You know what that comes to after two weeks? $10 no. a day, doubling every day? What is it? Uh, it comes to like $8,000. Because it goes 10, 20, 40, 80, 160, 320, 640, wow. 1280, 2,520, 5,000, 5,460, whatever. It, and it just keeps eight, doubling. Yeah. It keeps doubling every day. And then you want to have, um, in the event of a, a lawsuit, uh, loser pays. That if I have to sue you or you have to sue me, because uh, in o- almost every state you cannot collect attorney's fees right. unless the contract specifies that. So you always want to have a loser pays uh, provision, which is a powerful, powerful club. Because in the case of my brother-in-law, I had him put both the liquidated damages and the loser pays, and uh, he, you know he filed suit. And the other guy's attorney said, look, he said, uh, you're not going to win this, and you might as well pay up because if you go to court, it's going to cost you several thousand dollars more in attorney's fees, both, you know. So loser pays, liquidated damages, uh, and certificate of insurance are three things you always want to have in any contract, or anything major. Now, it's one thing if you just say, hey, you know, guys coming in to fix a, fix a faucet, you're not going to go through all that. But if you're going to have anything major done, uh, you want to have a uh, all the all three of those things done. Yeah, that's important too, because right. you you don't want to have to have someone suing you because they got hurt on the job doing work for you. That's exactly. not your responsibility. That's the the guy who's working on it. That's the contractor. Right, and you want that's again you want to be named as additional insured on the contractor's policy. Yeah. Um, one more thing, if you want to talk about deer, our <laughs> our deer problem out where you live. Oh my gosh, yes. And wh- well, what I've noticed is they're building more. And so the more they build, it chases the deer out to where they come out further east. And now we got them all over. I mean, they just, we just had, uh, we planted um, three, three apple trees and four cherry trees, and they just annihilated the two apple trees, two of our apple trees, down to stubs. Just yep, and, killed it. Yeah. And out here in New Jersey where I live, they're literally like cockroaches. If I go out after dark and go down my street, uh, it's, I will... Never see less than half a dozen deer in, in the course. It, it's one mile from my house to the traffic light. At least six deer, sometimes 12. And at night, at 11 o'clock at night, you'll see them bedded down. It's like a herd of cattle, you know, there's three, right. three on this guy's lawn and two more on the other lawn. I mean, I mean, literally, they're like cockroaches. And my wife planted all of these, I think they call them arbovitae shrubs. They look like teardrops. Uh-huh. And they're like $60, $75 a piece. They were eating them down to nubs. Yes. So... What I did is I went down to uh, Tractor Supply, which is like a Murdoch's, and for three bucks a piece, you buy a bunch a bunch of plastic electric fence posts. They've got a metal stud on the bottom. You press them in. I got a, a spool of uh, thin fence wire and a solar charger, and uh, I, I just put up a hot wire around all of our uh, gardens in the front of the house. And uh, and even though I had to go across my steps, rather than get two chargers. I just got a little 25 hunk of single, this single strand of insulated wire uh, to jump it across the steps and then hook that insulated wire to the, to the hot wire on the second one. Yeah. So I think, the, I think the solar charger was like 80 bucks, and the posts are 3 bucks a piece, so I think I used a total of 
maybe 10, 10 of these. And you just push them in with your foot. I mean, if you don't need a sledgehammer or anything, you just push them in. I think the spool of wire was 6 bucks, And the most expensive thing was the solar charger for, I think, 85 bucks. So for 100 bucks, we're, we're protecting probably 500 bucks worth of shrubbery. Is it working, and, though? Because you already had them eaten down. So do you know if it's working? Well, we actually we bought a couple of new ones. And they weren't entirely gone, so we think they're coming back. But they were starting to eat them down. You know, one or two were beyond repair. So we, you know, bought a couple of new $75 bushes and put those in. And I think the rest will come back because it was enough. But, again, if you've got bushes or young trees where the deer are getting after them, um, and even if you don't have – now, by the way, the cheaper ones, a, a plug-in fence charger is cheaper. You can buy one of those for 35 bucks. Um so if you've got an electrical outlet nearby, if you have an outlet, you know, out, outdoor outlet in your house, for 35 bucks you can buy a, a plug-in charger. Right. If you don't have a plug, you know, it's out in the backyard away from the house, you know, then you've got to go for the solar charger. But they work. Trust me, my wife accidentally touched it. It gave her, <laughs> it gave her a good jolt. But how high, how high off the ground do they have to be? Well, uh, you know, we put them, you know, the, the posts I'm talking about, uh, they're, again, they've got a metal uh, spear on the bottom, right. but they're but they're plastic. They're about four foot high, and as you go up the post, they've got all these little clips, little plastic clips, and you can just pick the clip that you want. Now, for a mule deer, which are big, I would probably put it near the top of the post, which is about three and a half feet up. Uh-huh. Little white tail we have in New Jersey, I put it on the second clip down, about nose height, which is maybe three and a half feet. Um, you know, just you want it right where the deer is going to touch it, preferably with their nose or their neck. Okay. Um, so, again, if you've got mule deer, which is you got mule deer or whitetail out near, near mule, you, mule mule deer. I would I would typically put the wire, maybe just a little bo- a little above belt buckle height. Um, you know, because ideally you'd like them to contact it with their nose or face. Uh huh. So you know, belt but belly. Let me put it this way: belly button high for mule deer, I think, is about perfect. Belly yeah. button high for a guy. Yeah, and again, the posts are three bucks a piece. Spool of wire, six bucks, and depending on the type of charger, either thirty-five or eighty-five dollars for the charger, and you're and you're good to go. Yeah, I'm going to check back with you and see how they're working. <laughs> I have a lady that uh, she did something in her garden. She got it from Home Depot. They were eating all her vegetables, and she put something in that sends some kind of current or wave out, and it's supposed to keep the deer out. And she says, "Well, near the end of the garden, they were working, but I don't know. It's because everything was gone." You know, and well, they we weren't had, going in there. So, we've had ours up for for two weeks. And by the way, we and we could tell because my wife had all these little solar, uh, you know, lights, you know, in the garden, like you know, for accent lighting. Right. And the deer were trampling them and knocking them over and, and breaking them off. And so we put the the hot wire up you know, about two weeks ago, and we haven't had a single intrusion in two weeks. Okay, that's a, good to know. Yeah, it, but it was literally a nightly occurrence. Every day she'd go out. And she'd have to, uh, you know, you know, either replan or, you know, they were broken lights, or if they weren't broken, they were knocked over. Right. We haven't had we haven't had a single intrusion into our uh, gardens. I call them gardens. I what do you, It's like a flower garden, but it's it's primarily shrubbery. Right. And uh, and we haven't had a single intrusion in since we put the wire up two weeks ago. Well, that's good to know. Good to know. Okay. That's my contribution for today. All right. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. You know, on top of all of that, I was listening yesterday on the news, and C-470 west of Denver was shut down because cattle was on the road. Oh, yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. We have cattle drives still 
down our yeah we have road 29 which is the main entrance going into our properties and we have a cattle drive sometimes going down that they've (laughs) taken them and putting them to a different pasture so Uh they just herd them down the thing down the street and it's kind of cool to watch in one sense but it takes time (laughs) you know you can't go fast you can't go through them you got to wait till they're gone so yeah so yeah, so we we take any kind of questions right now, or any kind of anything you have. I mean, deer is a big issue with a lot of people um, eating everything. At first, when you first move here, you think, "Oh, how cute that deer is," and then after a while, you're like, "Where's my gun?" Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> got to get rid of it. So I mean, he uh, he brought up a couple of good questions that you need to ask, um, and some great stuff to do because insurance is key. Um, you want to be protected. Everything you could do to protect this, you know, um, some of the recommendations <clears throat> in getting a contractor is get recommendations. It says start with friends and family, but you also have to make sure those friends and family are ones you want to ask. Yeah, exactly. You know, because some of them are easygoing and, you know, you need you need to do your due diligence in this. And you can't just hire somebody to come in. I mean, it doesn't do good if you just... Well, that goes with anything because if somebody's recommended to you by a friend or family member, they may or may not be a quality repair person. No. And if you choose to go with them, you're stuck with it. Right. Right. I mean, I've seen some really bad stuff from from people that are say they're contractors. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and even people that say they're electrical or they're uh, plumbers or whatever. You you just got to be careful what you do. So. Um, start with friends and family and start checking with them and seeing what they got. Um, you can also talk to a building inspector. If you know any building inspectors, they'll know who are good people are. Um, well, one of the things that I've done over the years on smaller projects is I'll go to like Home Depot or Lowe's and I'll talk to the people there. Say, do you have a con- you know a contractor that you would recommend? Yeah. And so on and so forth. And generally speaking, when I've get, been recommended somebody, they've done a good job. Yeah, that's kind of like um, with automotive. You go to an Apple store and say, "Hey," or a good parts store, and you go, "What's who's a, who? Who would you recommend?" Yeah, we had yeah. that same question last week about body work. Yeah, and oh, my, I remember hearing that. Yeah, and my suggestion was to go to Napa and use their body, you know, the paint right uh, department debo- department. Yeah, and ask them who does a good job because they will know. Right. Um, here's one that's another thing you could do. You could do phone interviews. You can call someone and, you know, do they take a project your size? Yeah. First of all, because sometimes a small project they don't want to do. And sometimes a big one they don't want to do. Exactly. You know, one thing when I'm thinking about it too, is I don't want, I don't ever want to, um, hire someone who has plenty of time. Yeah. You know, if they, if they, if they say, well, I can't get to you for three, four months, that means he's probably good. He's He's busy and he's doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody wants him. So. Yeah. That's a good sign. Um, another thing is, are, are they willing to provide financial references in, from suppliers or banks? Yeah. You know, if they don't want to do that, then I wouldn't use them. Um, can they give you a list of previous clients? Exactly. <laughs> and here's the other thing that bothers me, Dennis, is if they give you a list of references, you have the right to call those references. Right. And ask them questions. They may not be able to answer everything that you're asking, yeah. but they can give you a, a yes or no. Yeah. And then you've got to ask them, are they related? Yeah. Because if they're, re- <laughs> you know, I do. I ask, are you related to this person? Because then if you are, well, obviously you're going to give a good thing because you want them to stay in business. Sure. Yeah. So you've got to ask, how do you know them? 
You know, you got you can't just ask them about the work they did. You got to ask a lot of personal questions. Well, you, you know, know, we had we talked about that last week also that there's shops out there that are rated quality shops. Right. But also it is is their friends and and family that that called it and gave recommendations. Oh yeah, especially for the paper, like yep. to be number one in that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. And that goes anything. I, you know, any business can do that. Yeah. So you got to be really careful. Right. Um, how many other projects would they be working on at the same time as they're doing yours? Because, see, if they're doing other things and they're a major contractor and they're doing a bunch of big work, are you going to be doing over here? And who's going to be watching mine? Who's going to be in charge? Right. Yeah. Do you have a foreman? What's he, you know, what's his qualifications? And where do they get their supplies? Yeah, that's another one, too. Because, you know, right now, it's wood's difficult to come by, uh well, and I, I don't want to knock Home Depot or anything because th- that's a good place to go when you're doing some projects around the house. But um, when I was building a loft in my building, um, the gentleman that I was working with, with that helped me, we went and bought it at a different place, uh-huh. Denver Lumber. Yeah. And when we went down there, the wood was 10 times better. And probably less expensive. It was. Yep. Yes. So, you know, there's, there's key things that you want to ask about that. Where did you get your supplies is a great one. Um, how long have you worked with the subcontractors that you're going to be using? Are you going to be using subcontractors? Or are you going to be doing the work? Right. Do you do everything, you know? Um, these are very important questions to ask. Well, we've seen over the years, Dennis, where somebody was running a business, and they were doing the work, and then they got so big that they started hiring employees, and the quality of their work went down. Sure, because they're, yeah, you can't watch everybody. Right. Yeah. And are they going to do it? Are you hiring you? You know, you got to hire somebody that has your quality in mind. Right. And that's hard to, to, to get them to do, you know. And um, you also have the right, you can watch them do the project. Right. So if they're doing something that you're not comfortable with, you can, you can tell them, hey, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted. Right. Yeah. Why don't we, right now, this is a good time. Let's go ahead and take a break. If you have any questions about deer, like we were just talking about <laughs> earlier, or anything about around the house to... Uh, have something done, if you're going to have plumbing done or any kind of, you know, windows put in or siding done or electrical or anything like that, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 303-477-5600. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191 and rates subject to change. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. 
or go to RiffSaverCO.com to receive your $200 discount. Okay, we're back, and you're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560, phone number 303-477-5600. Give us a call about anything you have. Um, one thing I wanted to mention on when you're getting recommendations in other places, the radio, obviously, <laughs> call in here or see who the sponsors are for this show. Um, they're great people, too. Um, but we, we were talking off air, and one of the things that Charlie brought up that's perfect is prepare your house for this. Yes. too then that'll save you a lot of money um if you start like i was having carpet put in just in the bedrooms we did wood floor and everything else but we like carpet in the bedroom so when you first get up we just like carpet in the bedrooms that's our pick you feel warmer so yeah and what we did before they put the carpet in we went in and cleaned it all out i took all the carpet out i took all the furniture out we took everything out so they wouldn't damage any of our stuff because you never know it can be an accident i yep. mean i don't think they intentionally mean to do it but they can damage your stuff so we took everything out so it's good to prepare everything because then um you know just like if they're taking the kitchen cabinets out um i help a guy do cabinets sometimes you know and one one set of cabinets we were putting in we went in there and we, he goes well we'll just put these out and put them in my trailer and i said well hang on a second but let's not damage these i said i would love to have these i'm building a building so i'd love to have these to use sure i said would you mind if i help you know i'll take them apart gently and he goes, oh, no, we'll do that. And, he, you know, he doesn't go in there with a sledgehammer and tear everything out, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of other guys I know do. They just go in there and they just whack it out and they'll just take a sledgehammer and knock everything apart. Well, that damages your walls and everything else. Well, if you watch the home fix-it shows on TV, yeah. that's exactly what they do. Yeah, with a sledgehammer. Yeah. And if you could take these out, then you could resell them. Right. You know, you could probably resell your cabinets or the countertops or whatever. And, and countertops are screwed down anyway. Depends on the countertop, you right. know. If it's if it's granite, that's different, you know. I'm sure, but other ones, you know, you can. There's a lot of ways you can save money in selling things if you're going to remodel or do things like this. But if you prepare your house way ahead of time, um, then you can, you know, even put, you know, like we could put mats down so when they're walking in, they're not going to destroy your carpet or your wood floor right. or or anything like that. So there's a lot of stuff you can do. To take, uh, to take a lot of pressure off and makes it easier for them. Uh, another thing we were talking about when we start asking about insurance and everything, we're saying sometimes they might get upset or say, well, you know, I don't want to give you that information. Then move on. Yep, right. Yeah, There's got to be a point where you got to go, I'm not going to try to work with these guys. Right. They, they need to work with me. You know, I'm the, I'm the person paying the bills. So if you can't do this, then maybe I don't need you. You know. Well, if you can't do it, it's because you don't want to. For There's got to be a reason for it. Right. And probably because they can't provide that information for you. And they, they don't want to. Yeah. 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 And if they don't want to, it's best just to move on. Um, see if you can meet them face-to-face based on the phone interviews. Pick three or four contractors that, that can come in and give you an estimate on what it is. Let them come in, give you an estimate. You know, show them what you want. Make sure you're very uh, detailed on what you need. Write it down and stuff like that. And that way there, it makes everything easier. And then, you know, investigate the facts. Make sure you call these other clients. Make sure you do your due diligence in, in doing this whole thing. And do an investigation on them. Are the workers courteous? Are they careful with the homeowner's property? You know, those are questions you can ask when you call these other clients that they've had, the done work with. Well, and how many times have you had a hailstorm come through your neighborhood or whatever, and now you've got these roofers out there like oh, ants. Oh, yeah. Comes in like crazy. And they don't do the job. 
They take right. your money and run. Right. You know, when I had Dave with, uh, I don't think, I, I th- it's, it's not um, Roof Max anymore. What's that? Roof, roof savers. savers, yeah. Dave Hart, when he came out to look at my roof, even though he was on the radio show and doing that, and I, you know, I did, I sat here with the radio show on when he was on it and stuff and talked with him and stuff. He came out and looked at my house, and when we went, I went on the roof with him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we walked around, and he was showing me things, and and because he was showing me things, he was explaining it to me too. Sure, sure. I had that trust in him. I got to sit down with him, and you know, we talked. You know, I, I, that was an interview for me. Uh-huh. You know, I knew what questions to ask him. What are you going to do with this? You know, I tried the silicone, doesn't work, and he goes, "Well, you shouldn't use silicone." He really knew his stuff because he said you shouldn't use silicone on this because it'll just break down the rubbers. Right. You know, he goes, you just want to get rubber and put it back on here, and I can get those for you, and that's what I do when I do this. And, by the way, you should do this, this, and this. And, you know, it was great. You know, and then when he came out and did everything perfect, you know, I went up afterwards and inspected everything. And it's it's like, just like he said. Yeah. You know, I would have called him back up if it wasn't like he said. So that's another way you want to do it, too. And so that's kind of meeting face-to-face and taking the time with them. Uh, don't just be quick about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, you you can call the Better Business Bureau if you want on these guys and stuff, but that's only if someone really filed a complaint. Right. You know, to be honest with you. Is, are they really going to do good work? You don't know. Until I would ask, actually, have, what jobs have you done? Because, see, with, with Dave, I knew that he did work for John. Right. And I trusted John. You know, there's certain people I know I can trust. Oh, absolutely. There's certain people I know that if they had problems with somebody – I know their attitude and how they are. They probably did have problems because you're hard to deal with right. to myself, you know, so I won't, you know. It's kind of like people tell me a good restaurant. Oh, I wouldn't go to that one because that guy did this and this and this. Well, I know you. You're very <laughs> difficult. So I'll probably try that restaurant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, we've had sponsors in the past that have not done such quality work. Right. And we've just dismissed them. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to work with us anymore. Yeah, we're, we're not going to sponsor you. And yeah. We're not, yeah. Yeah. And that's why anybody that is a sponsor on this show, I have very good faith in what they're going to do. That's right. Yeah, but you got to um, take time when you're going to have these guys come out and see if you can go to a place that they've done the the work. Sure. You know what I'm saying? This guy that I work with... Um, Greg, when he does cabinets, he lets people come out to his shop to see the cabinets uh-huh. and, and, and talk about ones that he's doing. So he shows them the quality that he's doing in the paint. And, and if you want to paint in cabinets, is what they're going to look like. And he has samples, too, you know, of the cabinets, which is great. And I don't know a lot of people that have that. I mean, actual pieces of wood, cabinet doors that he shows them. Here's the doors I did. And here's how I do the frame. And, you know, it yeah. looks, you know, he's very professional when he does that. It's very good. And then he shows you his shop, and he shows you how the process works and stuff. Well, you know, if he's taking the time to do that, yeah, he's going to do a good job for you. Yeah, and he takes—he has a lot of love for what he does. Yeah, yeah, and that's key. You know, a lot of people don't have—they're just like it's a job. It's not a job. You know, um, when I used to work on the line, there was guys around me that would say, "Well, I got to ride home tonight." I used to hate that phrase. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's that's being very inconsiderate to the customer to me. Yep. You know, so it's like no. You guys, you need to go find something else to do. Um, but, yeah, you do need to ins- inspect, you know, investigate the facts and make sure you're checking everything out. And, um, you know, when you go to the other people and you're looking at the work that they did, maybe they're in the middle of doing some work and you can go look at it and stuff. They'll let you do that. That would yep. be great. Um, 
where you can go, okay, um, let me talk to your people on the side and see, see if they're courteous and stuff. Excuse me, can I get over here? Oh, yeah, you sure can. Let yeah. me get out of your way. Yep. Okay, they're, they're courteous, you know. Uh, make plans and get bids, you know. And don't get in a hurry. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, like, like we always say on don't buy when you need it. Buy yeah. when you don't need it. Right. You know, so that's, that's kind of like don't be in a hurry. So that's back to pre-planning your your repairs or whatever you're going to do. How much are you willing to spend is one thing. Sit down and go, how much do I really want to spend to do this project? Uh, What do I want out of this project? You know, and then is this reasonable? You know. Well, the other thing is if you get a bid, an an estimate to do that project, you want them to sign the estimate that this is what it's going to cost me. Right. Because as we all know, you know, things go up, costs go up. And, you know, and if, and if you have to make that mention, I want a signed estimate, and the guy goes, well, I don't normally do those, I would walk away. Oh, I'd run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's not a good thing. No. Um, let's see, what else are the things? Yeah, you want to get a breakdown of the cost of materials, the labor. Um, I don't, you know, it says to ask for project margins and, and other expenses, but I don't really think that's our business. I think what they need to do is just tell me how much is the cost of the materials and the labor going to be. What other expenses are gonna, am I going to have in there? Right. You, you know, do I have to get rid of all the material after the end? You know, you got to have all these questions because you got to start from the beginning. How much are you going to charge me to remove the, the, let's say you're doing a kitchen, how much are you going to charge me to remove the cabinets and what's going to happen to those cabinets? Or can you put them in my garage and I'll sell them? You right. know, if they say, no, well, we're going to kind of destroy them, well, then I don't, I'll take them off then. Yeah. Never mind. That's when you can make your decisions. You know. Or find a different contractor, either way. Yeah. How did you take these cabinets off? Do you take them off with a sledgehammer? I mean, it's it's okay to ask these questions. Well, sure it is. Yeah. you got to be bold with that and stuff. Um, let me see. What else do we have? Are, uh, what about the payments? What are they going to want? Do they want it all up front? I, I hear that all the time on the on news where people said, yeah, I paid the guy $70,000 to come in and do this work, and he never came back. Right. He did. He took off two pieces of drywall and never came back. Right. Why would you pay him if he didn't do any work? I would be of the opinion that I'm not paying anything until the job's done. Right. Because I want to be able to make sure the job is done correctly. Right. To my standards. If it was, I'll be glad to pay him. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's important to me. Yep. Um, I'm not going to pay you until the whole job's done. Right. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes if they say, well, um, I need the money to buy the supplies, I'd be going, whoa. If you don't have financial backing right now to do this, then what kind of business are you? Yeah. Yeah, because like in automotive, we've never asked, even if we're putting a motor in, we never asked no. for uh, money up front. I no. never asked for $5,000 down on an $8,000 engine. Probably should have. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I figured I got their car. I, That's right. I'll just keep their car. Yeah. And these guys can put a lien against your house. They can. Yeah. So, and that's not unusual if they do that. If they want half up front, uh, they may have financial problems, so you need to be worried. Right, yeah. because if they get halfway into the project and then they run out of money, you're stuck. Yeah. The project's not going to get finished, and you're not going to get money out of them. So you're stuck. Right. For large projects, they usually schedule with uh, 10% of contracting signing uh, three payments of 25% sometimes is what they're looking for for duration of the project. Uh, 15% when you feel every item on the punch list has been completed. But I don't, I still would, I like your way where we, I'm not going to really 
want to do that until you're done. Right. I'd, I'd rather pay. It depends on the size of the job, you know. Um, and and I'd throw out the low ball bid. Oh, yeah. You know, usually if it's a low ball, that's usually a problem. Well, even um, the high ball isn't always the best. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to sit down and talk to everybody. That's right. That's where it makes the value comes in. Uh, the contractor is probably cutting corners or worse, you know, if he's and desperate for work on the low bid. Right. And you yeah. can have them break the entire project down step by step by step as to what it's going to cost. How much for the, you know, the lumber, how much for this, how much for that, how much labor, how much. And they can break that all down for you. Yeah. And then also with the same token, they can break down the timeline exactly. for you. Because yep. I want to know that timeline. When are you going to be doing this? When is demolition done? When right. is this done? I know you're going to be doing demolition first, but when that's done, at what point are you going to start next? And then when you do the drywall, how long is it going to take before paintings be, be paint put on? Right. You know, you got to have a set down too um, with these guys and say, okay. And then what happens if you're behind? What are you going to do for me if you're behind right. schedule? You know, what, what happens at that point? So a lot well, of stuff has to go to in. What, that goes back to what Joe was talking about, that you – get a contract with them to say this is what's going to happen if you don't meet your timeline. Right. There's going to be a penalty. Right. And that's that's huge. You know, and I know, and if a contractor is backing out saying, well, I don't want to work with you on that, well, he's probably not a good contractor. Right. He doesn't have his stuff together, you know, so to speak. Um, and, you know, like in the automotive field, we always had to give a, we had to do that. Yes. We had to do it and, you know, we told them, we'd call them up and we'd say, it's going to be, the engine's coming in on this day. If it comes in that day, then we're going to have it done by this day. And we had to hold on that. Right. And we couldn't change the estimate. No. Plus or minus 10% without calling the customer to get their approval. Yeah. If a bolt, we were taking the engine out and a bolt breaks. Yep. And we're using that block again or something because we we're doing a clutch or transmission. We have to call them up and say, okay, this happened. Now we got to drill this out. And so a lot of times we just ate that because it was our fault. Sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. But as long as the customer knows what you're doing. <clears throat> They'll be more upfront t- to go ahead and have you do that. Yes. Yeah. If you hide it from them, they'll find out. They'll find out. Yeah, it it's always comes out. Um, let's see. Put everything in writing, like we talked about. Everything has to be in writing. Yes. Um, every detail. Um, proof of liability insurance, workers' comp payments, um, start date, completion date, specific materials they're going to be using. You know, how are you going to do this? What kind of products are you going to use? Are you going to, what kind of drywall are you going to use? You're going to use quarter inch drywall or are you going to use half inch drywall? Right. Or are you going to use three quarter? What are you going to use on my drywall? Is it going to be fire retardant? Is it yeah. not going to be fire yeah. retardant? And, and are you up to code yep. on everything? Are you going to have someone coming in, uh, is a in building inspector coming in to check all this too? Because if they go, well, I don't usually like to call him. Well, if they don't, you can. Yeah. But then you've got to have a contractor's license to do that and they've got to see if they're licensed and you got to make sure that they've been uh, doing everything they need to do and then like joe said they'll give you copies of insurance and stuff call the insurance company make sure they are up to date yep yeah that's a great thing to do right there so we got a lot of stuff about this we can keep going if you have any phone call or any questions please give us a phone call 303-477-5600 we could talk anything about hiring a contractor what you should do to Deer that are eating your plants. So <laughs> just give us a call, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewenberger believes in personal accountability, 
He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to receive your $200 discount. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? 
while your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio, Larry and Dennis, and we've been talking about if you're how to hire a contractor, um, if you're going to have work done on your house and stuff inside. And I mean, this can be as little as uh, doing a faucet repair to. Oh yeah. To, yeah. I mean, really, to a major, main, mainly major stuff though. I mean, if you're going to have kitchen cabinets put in, or a kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, or something like that, this is this. I really would do my due diligence and do all this extra work. Um, it's not extra work. It's work you should do. Right. Yeah. It's just gathering information to make yeah. sure that what your decision is is going to be a good decision. Yeah. You yeah. want to make rational decisions. Yeah. It's yeah. like if you have somebody come out on your roof to clean the gutters. Yeah. If they don't have insurance and their employee falls off and gets hurt, yeah, they're coming back on you. Yep. You know, and we were talking about is, you know, you could go to the BBB and, and look and see right. what's in there. But also, if you see complaints in there or you see that that company's changed their name a couple of times, you want to do d- diligent yes. search, you know. <laughs> but um, like on Google, we, we used to see people would put stuff in there, you know, that they had a bad review. Well, go and look at that person who gave the bad review and see what else they've done because you can do that. You can go on their thing well, and sure. see and see did they have everywhere they've gone, have they had problems? Well, you can also look at the response from the company to that person to yeah. see how the company handles it. If they ignored it, yeah. you probably don't want to use that company. Yeah, or go back in time on that company and see other things, what right. they've said, to see if it's the same. Is it an auto replay? Or is it someone actually going in there and doing that? Right. Because that tells credibility on that person, right. on that company. You know, So that's, that's another thing. You know, But the main thing is we just want you to be safe when you're finding somebody. And, and we've all done this where we've hired somebody and something's went wrong. I mean, the reason I came up with this is my neighbor across the street had someone come over and take a look at their car that wouldn't start, and had, they had some problems with it, and they did a head gasket on it. Well, now these people, they can't find them anymore, and their car runs really bad. Right. And it's turning out that the chain's not in time. Right. The cams aren't in time with the crank. So it's running really bad. So, you know, there you go, and then they have no recourse because they can't get a hold of these people. And they had them come to their house, so they don't have a place to go find them. Right. You know, they won't answer their phone calls. So that's that's a perfect incident. But that goes for anything. Yes. If, if they're working out of their garage at home. Yeah. I would be careful with that because there is no warranty, usually speaking. Well, especially across the states. Right. Yeah. And we've had people come in into the state to do roofing and things like that. Yes. They weren't even from this state. Right. Right. And And you don't want a contractor that comes into your house. 
that isn't from the state either or has done really shoddy workmanship and you can't get a hold of them when things go wrong. Right. They, they did a, a bathroom shower and it's leaking down into the basement. You know, the whole floor up above <laughs> yeah. or the ceiling is caved down because it's, it has a water leak and they didn't do it right. There you go. Well, and the other thing you want to look at is what kind of quality employees do they have? Right. I've, I've had people in my neighborhood that have written, you know, had people come in. And ended up, they got things stolen, things broken. Yeah. And they couldn't go back on them because they had nowhere, nowhere to go. Right. So there's there's a lot of stuff you need to do. And, and, you know, this is a perfect place to come to, though, the radio show, because you can uh, get some really top-notch people. I mean, we have absolute electrical, heating, and air. I mean, you go to them, and they're very professional. Yeah. Uh, Dave Hart's, his, his uh, roof repair stuff, he's great. Yes. I mean, if you've ever sat down and talked to him. Um, affordable interest mortgage, great people, uh, American American National Insurance, Paul Lewenberg. I mean, we use them, you know, Stack Optical. I haven't used them yet. I probably will when I need my new glasses. Yep. Um, but I trust these people because they, they're willing to put their name out there and, and stay right on air to whoever's listening that this is what I'm willing to do. Well, you know, and, and if the interesting part to that, Dennis, is I've been doing this radio show for 20 plus oh, years. Yes. And I've always found out that when people come into my shop, I was pre-qualified by, by them because they heard me on the radio. I was willing to put my face out in public yes. and explain what we do. Yes. And if people don't want to do that, I, yeah. I would run. Right. Yeah, because people ask me, why do you do it? And here I haven't had the shop for four years. Yeah. And you haven't either. You've been retired for quite a few years now. Well, I, I closed my shop in 2010. Yes. Went to work with Jeff. Right. At Larry's Automotive until 2000, see, what was it, 2012 uh-huh. because of COVID. Right. And then Jeff closed his shop at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't been in that shop for several years. Yeah. But I'm still doing the radio show. We're still doing the radio show, and I'm still willing to help people. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a different kind of heart, you know. And why do we do it? Because we want to sleep at night, and we just want to help. Well, if I couldn't look myself in the mirror in the yeah. mornings, yeah. I would have a problem. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I used to have people ask me, why do you do this for that customer? And, you know, he didn't deserve anything. I said, well, that's your opinion. My opinion is different. You know, right. and I want to do what's right. And I want to sleep tonight. And that's that's why I do what I do. You know, I th- because it's the right thing to do. My heart tells me what to do. And that's what I, I yeah. go by. And if I, if I don't feel as comfortable, then I won't do it. But nine times out of ten, I normally feel like, yeah, that's the right thing to do. It should be done that way. And how many times, Dennis, have you had things that broke while you were working on it and you didn't even call the customer, you just fixed it? Right. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't their problem. Right. It was mine. I, we broke it. And that's it. Um, another thing we need to ask about is warranty. Okay. You know, if you do all this work, what's the warranty on this work? And how long is it? Yep. Yeah, how long is it? Yes. So um, that's always important things. I do want to let you know about Sportsman uh, of Colorado. They're not going to be, they're going to be live at the Denver uh, Convention Center, the Colorado Convention Center downtown. So um, if you want to hear from them, they'll be live on the radio after 1 o'clock, right. at, starting at 1. And you can go down there and visit their booth. Yeah, go see Scott down there. He'll be down there so you can talk to him. Yeah. So uh, that'd be good. And, yeah, let's go ahead. And we got Stacy calling in from Boulder. How you doing, Stacy? Hi. Fine. Thank you. Um what I'd like to do is something that I heard 
Well, there was a man on who I don't know who he was, but he was talking about things that you should have done um, before you hire a contractor. But I'm at a point where I've I've been spending months trying to find a general contractor to come and do this work, but I finally have kind of given up, and I think I'm going to have to do it piecemeal. But I know that I've got to start with either electrical or plumbing, and I don't know which because I kind of think they're going to tie together, and I don't quite know how to do that. But, my okay, I'm getting off the subject. What I wanted to ask is, um, does having your name put on the insurance, I've never even heard of doing something like that. You, I mean, do people do that? They, they actually say, I want my name on your insurance, and which insurance company, I mean, which insurance policy type would you want your name put on to? Well, it's the general insurance, basically. They can they can do that. I mean, I had a tow company, and any time we towed for a company, we put them on as an additional insurer, a rider, yeah, kind of, sort of. So it's it's really simple. That's all they have to do, and they just put you on there as a rider, and then that's it. And it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything, and it doesn't cost them anything. Right. Would they put you on as a rider? Do they just do that at the site when you're... When you're look, looking at the job and you hire them, do they- once they're hired, then they would do it. You wouldn't do it before. And are, where are you? You're in Boulder. In Boulder. Yeah, and you're having a hard time finding a contractor. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, I think I might have Charlie just write down your number afterwards because I do know a contractor, and maybe he'll go. I don't know if he'll go that far. But he might know somebody that knows somebody that's in that area that he trusts. I'd appreciate any information you can give me. Yeah. I've had two people that I thought I was going to hire to do it, but they never got back to me after they came out. One said, I won't be able to, to get back to you for a couple of months. I waited a couple of months. I called up and I said, left a message, and I said, "Could you?" and this guy, I'd seen his work. I knew he did good work. And... I said, could you please call and tell me how your schedule is going? He never never called back. Huh. And he seemed very interested when he'd been here. And then I had this guy who came towards the end of November, and he seemed interested too. And he was a much bigger company. And he said, well, I'll get you a bid ready. Well, I waited almost two weeks, called him up, and I said I was wondering when I might be going to get that and he said um, he said well he'd just been really busy but if he didn't have it by Thursday of that week he would stop other things and work on that so that I would have it by the weekend that was he was here November 22nd we're now into January oh wow yeah never heard a word for and I wouldn't hire him now if I did hear a word from him right but, yep. but you know I've just had a hard time Part of it is the Marshall Fire, because this is close to that. And lots of people, I think, have been trying to yeah. get houses rebuilt there. Yeah. I mean, a thousand of them burned to the ground. Right. So, anyway, uh, I'd appreciate if you could do that. I'll be happy to give whoever it is you're going to give. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, okay. Uh, I, I would. And I'm just, I'm just puzzled. I feel almost like I'd be embarrassed to say, well, I would want to have my name on your insurance. Yep. And that insists that they give me a copy of it, so I know they did. I mean, 
it's hard for me to think that I think if they if you ask that they probably already know that that's what they're supposed to do you know oh. and that they've done that before so why don't we put you on hold and get okay. you to, uh, to Charlie and he'll get your number okay okay thank you thank you all right with that I just want to let everybody know that here after this show we're going to go right into drive radio we'll have Ken Rackley coming on right. and uh, from Aurora so that'll be great It'll be good to see. Jake from Aurora. Yeah, Yeah, Toontech. Yes. Good people. Good shop. And then um, I know John will be coming back on next week. Um, We will be re-airing this show tomorrow at Sunday at 4 o'clock if you had to go back through and listen to what we talked about, about how to hire a contractor. And then um, it'll replay or re-air again Tuesday at 2 o'clock. So Sunday at 4 and then Tuesday at 2 and um, if you had any questions that you just want to type in, if, because on those days you can't call in because right. there'll be a repeat, you can give us a text at 307-200-8222. And John always asks, answers those texts. He does, so, yes. Yeah, you can, he'll do those anytime. So you can always do that, too. So, um, Larry, thank you for filling in with me, and I appreciate always it. Always a pleasure. It's always fun. <laughs> we always have a good time when we do this. And it's a beautiful day outside. I hope people get outside and move around and maybe it's time to take down the lights. Who knows? (laughs) Thank you for listening. You're listening to Fix It Radio. Listen to us next week on KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.